Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Shine 53 in the afternoon with a southwest wind. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Want to remind you to stay informed with up-to-the-minute news while working from home, homeschooling the kids, or whatever, wherever. Just download the Odyssey app or tell Alexa or Google Home to play KNSS Radio. And if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts to all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Sedgwick County Commissioner Jim Howell has called for an outside investigation into the death of Cedric Lofton. Three of the county commissioners have signaled they prefer to wait for a joint city-county task force to complete a review of the circumstances surrounding the teen's death in custody before calling for further action. Joining us now to explain why he's called for a citizen's grand jury investigation is County Commissioner Jim Howell. Jim, thank you for joining us. It's nice to have you with us here in the studio. It's always a pleasure having the lone conservative commissioner on the show, my friend. Oh, thank you. Thank you, John. I love being here. I really appreciate the chance to speak to this. And uh, I'm just uh, chomping at the bit to kind of explain my side of this deal. Well, yeah, I, you, you've called. Trust me, when Lacey Cruz did, I, I, I just kind of went, OK, there's opportunism. Um, but you called for a, a different version. You've called for a citizen's grand jury. For my listeners, in order to get that, a petition must be circulated, which requires the signatures of 100 electors plus 2% of the number of ballots cast in Sedgwick County in the last gubernatorial election, which require at least about 3,400, 3,500 valid signatures. So that's what you're suggesting, is that they pursue a, a citizen's grand jury. So let me, let me just start off by saying I actually think Mark Bennett did his job correctly. And I've looked at the evidence based on the statute, yeah, based on the based on Kansas law, and so you know, for me personally, I'm I am satisfied personally that uh, Mark Bennett did his job correctly within the confines That's of right. the law. And some people don't like the fact that we don't have laws that, that would set up, if you will, some type of a criminal charge for some type of neglect or some kind of uh, oversight or whatever. But uh, to that to the group out there, they really want to see 
again, I'm just going to speak for the, the one faction out there. They say, well, this, this, this uh, young man was murdered because they see the word homicide on his uh, autopsy. And they say, how is it possible that this young man died in our care, that there has to be criminal charges? And, and so Bennett's explained, DA, DA Mark Bennett's explained this. There's a stand your ground law, and that is, and I, have, I have a lot of opinion about that as well. But if we, if we really want to have a second look at this, if you really want to kind of replace the, D, the DA and get a second opinion, the citizen's grand jury, or for that matter, the grand jury, ordered by a prosecutor or a judge, in this case could be ordered by the people themselves, would actually, if you will, replace the district attorney and, and to determine whether or not charges are appropriate. They have subpoena power. They can put people under oath. They can look at all of the evidence. They can look at employment records. They can look at training records. They have full access to 100% of all of, the, all of the evidence to make determination whether or not charges are reasonable and appropriate, exactly what the DA has already done. So this replaces the DA to make that determination. So I, here's my point. Uh, I, you've heard the saying, John that I may not agree with what you have to say, but I'll, I'll fight to the death for your right to say it. Right. It's a First Amendment uh, understanding. There's a principle there. I don't know that I am saying that I am supportive of the citizen of grand jury in terms of I think that needs to happen. But for those folks out there that want to see another independent investigation, this is the only real option they have. Well, and that's what I'm trying to say. So I'm trying to explain to them how does this work. Uh, if you want to go down this path, let me explain to you how it works. And that's what I've stood for that so they know what – they know what their options are. And we're going to, in the next segment, if you're okay, I want you to sure. stick around through the break. In the next segment, we're going to talk a little bit about the folks on the other side, sure. some of the rhetoric, some of the things, but we'll, we'll get to that. Um, I, you know, this, this whole concept of, you know, like the media coverage of the case, um, some are, are, are calling, you know, for the changes to the stand your ground laws. That, I, I just, I think you're getting into a, a, a a slippery slope when you because stand your ground laws. If you if you do away with that or you create a whole a, a change in the negligence statute, well now you're you're putting people in all kinds of liability. Where I don't know if you really want to go that way. Well, so you know, Mark Bennett cited thirty three times. He said since this law was passed, uh, you know, roughly twenty years ago, or actually back in two thousand and ten. Excuse me, passed in twenty ten. And 33 times he said he probably would have levied charges, but the stand your ground law kind of prohibited him from doing that. And he did levy charges in three cases that were overturned by uh, courts, uh, by judges that said this is a stand your ground case. Having said that, I went back and read, read as many of those cases as I could get my hands on. They're all in the news. For example, a woman is being attacked by her boyfriend. It's a domestic violence issue, and she grabs a knife, and she, she, to defend herself, she stabs this guy who's beating her up, and she ends up killing him. Do you really think that in this case that she should be charged with a crime and should put her in prison? If, if the evidence at the scene supports the test, the, the, side of her, the side of her story that says she was defending herself, do we really think that someone who's being beat up and attacked by some thug, that she has no right to defend herself and that she should be in prison? I think the reason 38 states have a stand-your-ground law is because it is possible that prosecutors would actually charge someone with a crime, even though they were simply defending themselves which is a constitutional theory, constitutional principle. It reminds me of the law I helped pass back in 2013 that said if you use a firearm to defend yourself inside of a city, that you can't get charged with the discharge of a firearm within a city, which is a crime. We actually had to write that into the law. It seemed like a silly thing to have to do, but the stand-your-ground law is very similar to that. So at the end of the day, you have a right to defend yourself. And if you defend yourself and that's what happened, then you shouldn't be charged with a crime. So that's the, that's the premise for why... 
Um, you know, Mark Bennett said he couldn't charge these folks. Um, if we're going to change that in our state, we're going to have a huge debate. And I just, I don't, again, this is really not where this uh, investigation is going right now. The investigation we're talking about today is whether or not, with the current stand-your-ground laws of our state, was Mark Bennett correct in saying that charges cannot be, uh, should not be made in this case because there's not evidence to, to, to get a conviction? Right. That's really his point. And so if you want to have someone second-guess that and double-check what he said is correct, the grand jury would do that. Yeah, and I think Bennett, he, he made a point of pointing out, look, I'm not making a judgment call on whether or not he, you know, charges should be filed. I'm just saying there's no point in filing them because if I do, a judge is going to throw it out. Right. And, he, and why waste taxpayer money and the time and effort knowing? And I think he made a reasonable point to that. It's just not what some people wanted to hear. So p- parallel to my call for the citizens grand jury, I've been saying this for a couple of weeks. It seems like people are just now finally catching up to this. But uh, one of the commissioners, Commissioner Cruz, called for what she calls a third-party independent uh, investigation or an audit. Well, and the Department of Justice has already indicated they're reviewing it. Well, so. that's true. They are. And then again, apparently she wasn't aware of that and she wasn't satisfied with There's that. There's a lot that Lacey Cruz is not aware of. So, well, I haven't said that. <laughs> so she called that, you know, she called for this independent audit and and there's a huge following, a faction of hers that really follows her and very supportive of her. And they have been very vocal saying we all need to support support her side. And so when I said I support an independent investigation I was saying citizens grand jury. The newspaper picked that up and said this. Lacey, you know, some, some you joined her. I joined yeah. her. I joined her side. Yeah. Well, that's not what I've said. I don't. I don't agree that her opinion is the right opinion. I don't think a, a, a you know a law firm is going to do this because they don't have authority. Now, if you wanted to go to something, let's say the attorney general, for example, he's not interested in this case. The FBI actually was asked at the very beginning. By the way, that's synonymous in this case. With the Department of Justice, DOJ, right. yep. or the yep. U.S. Attorney, they've all—they're all part of the federal government. They were invited from the very beginning on this case, and they've chosen—they've chosen not to get involved. And then uh, the KBI, the Kansas Bureau of Investigation, actually was uh, lockstep with D.A. Bennett, and actually did the investigation and decided that the charges were not appropriate. So we had a third party, essentially. If you think, think of the KBI as being that third party, having said all that, uh, the, you know, Commissioner Lopez and her her. Uh, Followers want to do this community task force. The very first thing they did was they called for a letter to be sent to the DOJ, essentially asking them to do another investigation. I, I'm, I find that very troubling. And again, I, we, we had a meeting on Friday. That passed on a vote of four to one. I, of course, I was the one. Um, there's also this you know, call for an investigation, which, again, I, I have to continue to say, what they're asking for doesn't make sense. The only thing that actually makes sense, if they want to go down this path, is a citizen's grand jury. So... In that regard, I do agree. If they if that's what they want to do, here's the answer. So, again, it's like trying to herd goldfish you know, amongst yeah. the commissioners. Well, we all have our own ideas, and uh, I'm trying to be more pragmatic, saying you have to do something that's actually defined in Kansas law. Yeah. Well, <laughs> trust me, trying to get that particular group to uh, act within the confines of reason and the law sometimes is difficult. Jim, we're going to take a quick break. You want to stick around? Yeah, please. All right, so we're going to stick around because when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about that group that we're talking about, some of the uh, those who are uh, on the other side and, and some of the rhetoric that we're hearing from them. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
Joe Biden, year one. We're going to stick with our vaccination efforts because vaccinations work. Together, we're going to stand up to the big lie. We see some price increases. Russia will be held accountable. It's been a roller coaster. The truth of the matter is, it's been a year of challenges. And with the midterms coming, it's sure to continue. I want to tell my Republican friends, get ready, pal. You're going to in for a problem. What happens next happens here. We will choose to build a better future. KNSS. Glenn Beck. We've had a lot of people move here. People who were conservatives in states like California and Illinois Correct. and New York. And a lot of people, thousands and thousands and thousands. And a lot more people are going to be moving. Gavin Newsom now is talking about doubling the state income tax. That's over $12,000 additional in income tax for the average California taxpayer. That's going to be very disruptive. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Sean Hannity Show. We don't have enough tests for the American people. And then we find out from Vanity Fair of all places, the medical community, the scientists, the experts presented a plan back in October of last year to Biden that where they would produce 732 million tests a month leading into the Christmas holidays, and they declined to take the test. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. As always, you can listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. And if you ever miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com to find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. So with us still is County Commissioner Jim Howell. Um, Jim, your uh, your commission meeting this week got a, a little heated when one of the Lofton protesters told Commissioner Sarah Lopez, quote, we know exactly where to find you and your children. My name is Pastor Moe, and uh, basically it's it's time for war. And my question to the commission is, will you fight alongside the community? or against the community. You see, we are love warriors. We are compelled to fight for the ones that we love, especially our children. Commissioner Sara Lopez ran on the premise of being a strong challenger to end the political games. Well, we encourage you to cease doing evil and learn to do good, all of you commissioners. Commissioner Lopez, you actually threatened a citizen with police violence. Why? Because you didn't like what was being said? You claimed that it was a threat to your children. You presented yourself as being a love warrior, but how much of a threat could it have been to your children? You see, we know exactly where to find you and your children. Come on. Uh, Love warriors. I mean, that doesn't sound like a whole lot of love to me, Jim. I I honestly don't know how to respond to this, especially from someone who calls himself a pastor. This just, and again, the rhetoric here, is beyond the pale. I understand the frustrations, and and let's start with what happened to Cedric Lofton was terrible. It should never have happened. That's right. It's a tragedy, but it 
you know, one tragedy doesn't justify calls for violence or him. I, I mean, I saw recently he was on uh, you know, TV saying that he had been calling out to national BLM and Antifa organizers, wanting them to come to Wichita. We know what happens if they do. It doesn't justify that. Well, when you start using words like war and fight yeah. and uh, you know, accusing Commissioner Lopez of uh, calling the police for violence against someone, that makes no sense to me. It was uncalled for. It's, a, it's an exaggeration of a viewpoint. It's inappropriate. It's disrespectful. Again, it's First Amendment, so I support their right to say whatever they want to say. But when they become threatening to elected officials or for anybody, anybody for that matter, I think it's crossing a line. And, that, and so we, I think a number of us actually stood up and said this was inappropriate. Yeah, fact, to your defense, sure. uh, or to your credit rather, you came to Commissioner Lopez's defense. And, and, and I mean, much like John Carmichael and I used to butt heads sure. all the time, you and Sarah don't get along much on issues, but you came immediately to her defense on this. And, you know, Pastor Mo, I hate to call him, his name is Maurice Evans, but his, his, uh, his call for, you know, a demand for an apology, actually, I would just say, I would like to demand his apology. I yeah. He owes her an apology, and he, he needs to come back and do that right. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I know there's a lot of passion. Um, I don't think he, had he gone, could he take those words back and say it differently? I'm sure he would like to that at this point. But words matter, and you can't uh, use words like fight and war and uh, violence and uh, say, I know where your children live, because what's implied by that is they're going to go after her kids, and that's just absolutely inappropriate. Um, yeah. Vi- you know, violence, you can't not threaten violence against someone. There's just, no. It's just totally not, not okay. Well, and he's a spokesperson for the Lofton family, but like I said, he's also publicly stated he's asking national organizations to, quote, descend on our community to protest this case. Uh I mean, I, I I remember when I saw that, I thought to myself, well, we know what that means. That's that's Minnesota. That's that that is they're calling for Ferguson. That I mean, that's that's what he wants. Or I'm mean, assuming that's what he wants. Does he want this, them to come down here and burn police precincts? Is that what he's asking for? And, and to be honest, you know, there's a couple of similarities between this case and George Floyd, but there's an awful lot of differences. Sure. You know, this you know, I can tell you that uh, that uh, Chauvin's in prison for a reason. Yes. Okay. There and right now we don't even have uh, we, we don't even have any any clear laws in our state right now that actually even brings us to charges at this in this case. And so, nor I, can you pass any right. that can be retroactive. That's so there's we not, might go back and change standard ground law. In our sure, state, perhaps, so but it wouldn't affect. This? It wouldn't. Right. You couldn't do it retroactively. Exactly. Well, anyway, I am. I uh, this is two hours worth of testimony, and this wasn't the only person who spoke that said very alarming things. And so. The passion is extremely high right now. Uh, we've got to get a hand, we've got to get get a handle on this. I do think that if the community wants to do an investigation, I welcome the citizens' grand jury. By the way, in the last twenty years of doing grand juries in our state, not one time have they actually indicted somebody, someone. It doesn't mean that we're going to get, doesn't mean they're going to get what they want, they, but they have to trust the process. And when they deliberate, it's behind closed doors. They get to access to all of the evidence. They get they have to understand Kansas laws, and if indictments are are reasonable and they think they can get convictions against Kansas laws, then indictments are reasonable. But at the end of the day, if they want to go down that path, they may not get what they want. What they really want, and I said this, I said this at Wednesday, what they really want is they want charges, they want convictions, they want someone in prison. Well, guess what? You don't get what you want because you want it. It actually has to be legal. It has to be against Kansas law. And it has to actually, actually, actually has to make sense. I wanted Rush Limbaugh's time yeah. slot. I didn't get it. <laughs> 
There you go. So let me uh, let me pivot here. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit about COVID. First off, thank you for not imposing any new mandates during the recent surge. Uh, I know I know that I'm sure there were pushes. You know there were those Lacey Cruz, Sarah Lopez who who wanted that. Um, are you feeling a little more optimistic now that we're seeing the numbers decline? I, I actually am. Um, I believe our, our data is trending the right way. And some, there's some people out there that are just trying to find reasons to explain away the trend lines. But the trend lines are encouraging. You know, I think that, uh, and I've said before, the, the Omicron is basically not going to be stopped by a mask or by no. social distancing. No, Everyone's going to get not. it. Everyone's going to get it. If you haven't already had it, you're going to get it. And you really almost can't stop it. But I think it's actually run its course. I think we're, what we're seeing right now is, is a decline because it's just made its run through the community. And uh, doesn't, there's no, really is no other way to explain this because obviously, you know, the vaccines may help someone from going into the hospital perhaps, but it, it doesn't necessarily keep someone, keep someone from getting COVID. And, you know, so I think right now the number one piece of data that I'm still looking at is our hospitalization data. But, you know, normally in, a, in a, this time of year, we actually have surges of all kinds of sicknesses. And so yeah. people are in the hospital. This is usually their peak period. Yeah, it's so, cold and flu season. You know, it's hard to say how much of this is because of, COVID. We don't really know. Um, at the end of the day, I know they're tired. Uh, I do think they could, they, I do think there are some things that could be done to maybe help the hospital situation a little bit, but I do know they're tired and I do know that they are overwhelmed. Part of this is because some of these are run more like businesses. They don't, they don't have a lot of resources that aren't being used at their peak period. So they, they anticipate peak. And right now this, this uh, traveling nurse program right now has actually create, created havoc at these hospitals because people are leaving their normal jobs to do the traveling nurse thing. And whoever pays the most, they tend to get their, get the help they want and other hospitals are left high and dry. So there is a shortage of staff. It's a little bit atypical because of the traveling nurse program. So things are tough right now. Hospitals are struggling and I feel sorry for them. I appreciate them great, you know, greatly. I wish they could get some relief, but at the end of the day, our numbers actually are improving and I am encouraged. I think we're moving Look, I think we're getting out of this pandemic thing. We're getting into the endemic thing. Um, I think this uh, COVID is going to be around here around forever, and it's not going to go away. Um, at the end of the day, we have to learn to live with this, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. We'll do one more pivot. I know you've got an election coming sure. up. Uh, for those who are interested, it's uh, votejimhowell.com. How's it going? I, I mean, you're probably a little bit early, but if folks are interested, if they want to, you know, get involved, if they want to donate, it's votejimhowell.com. Oh, uh, you know, this is going to be a tough year for anybody to raise money. You've got the you value them both. You've got the governor's race. You've got the attorney general's race. So I, I have to imagine you're already trying to get out there and get folks interested and fired up. And believe it or not, I've been out there knocking doors. Does since, not surprise uh, me last fall because uh, I I filed my petition. Knowing you, that doesn't surprise me. About 1,100 signatures. We we collected that and I filed my petition early. It took about three and a half four months to get those signatures together. I've raised some money. Again, I feel like I'm situated pretty well for my campaign at this point. But obviously, every campaign is is serious. If I get a a serious opponent that I need to raise a lot more money. I do have an opponent. I'm not saying it's not serious, but um, right now I think I'm way ahead of him right now. So uh, I do appreciate the help. I'm trying to find volunteers. It's going to be every campaign is a real campaign. Um, you never, you know, ever win by accident. You have to win because you earn it, and it's always a lot of hard work. So there's plenty of work to do. Um, I would just like to say I feel like I am again out of the five commissioners. Arguably the most conservative out of the oh, five. Oh, there's, there's no arguably about and, uh, it. You, you know, I was articulating my principles with someone today. You know, I, I believe in pro-life and Second Amendment. 
uh, First Amendment rights, religious freedom, small government, less taxes, more, more personal responsibility, smaller government, more accountability, more transparency. And I go, these are my principles. And if, I think to myself, if I articulate that out there, I think this resonates. People want people who have these principles in government. And I, I, I sometimes I'm surprised because I feel like the people I work with sometimes don't quite articulate the principles the same way I do. At the end of the day, I feel like I have to be up there to make the argument. I don't always get what I want. In fact, I rarely get what I want. But the argument is definitely worth the, worth the trouble. I'm glad I'm on this bench. I'm glad I have a chance to speak. And I feel like I have moved policy to the right, uh, over, especially even over the last two years. Had I not been up there, believe me, these oh, mandates know. from Central County government would have been, would have been way worse. The, the difference, Jim, is you, you said it, you articulated it in, in better than they do. The difference is they articulate it, but their voting record doesn't match their what they say. Your mm-hmm. voting record matches how you campaign. And, and that I'm, is why you are the most conservative, because you don't vote with Lacey Cruz all the time. Unlike, I'm just going to say it, Pete Meitzner and David Dennis. And I love them. They're nice guys. They're friends. But they don't vote with you. They vote with the Democrats. And uh, so we value you up there, and you have to stay. Well, I appreciate that. I hope I do get to stay, but it's up to the voters. And so we'll see. I love serving. I love Sedgwick County, and there's a lot of work to do. So I just am, I'm grateful to have this opportunity. Well, brother, I, I hope uh, we wish you the best. I'm sure we'll have you on again. Again, it's votejimhowell.com. And on Twitter, it's at Howell for Kansas. Carry on the fight, my friend. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. We're going to pay a few bills. When we return, State Representative Leo Delperdang is going to try and explain why the Kansas Highway Patrol has seized a 1959 Corvette from one innocent Kansan and now wants to destroy it. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. celebrates Black History Month, honoring black icons. Simone Biles used her boundless energy, natural talent, and skillful determination to become the most decorated gymnast of all time, touting a whopping 32 medals, including 19 gold medals from the World Championship and seven medals for gold from the Olympics. We salute Simone Biles. Odyssey, celebrating black artists, athletes, and trailblazers all month long. More on the Odyssey app. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Mike Campbell here, serial entrepreneur. We entrepreneurs are always improving our listening skills. My dad told me at age 29, Michael, you're a man now. You're about to be married. You have responsibilities. You'd be a fool to start your own business. I did what any loving son would do. I started five of them. I didn't listen to my dad. But I have learned to listen to my customers, which is why my fifth successful business, Patriot Software, created accounting software to help non-accountants like me keep accurate accounting records. Go to PatriotSoftware.com, use promo code RADIO, and get two months of accounting software free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. This weather report is brought to you by Midwest Kia. We want to see you in a Midwest Kia. 
Your Sunday evening looks quiet with mostly clear skies, but later on tonight there could be a little bit of patchy freezing fog, otherwise the low down to 20 degrees with a light and variable wind. For Monday, plenty of sunshine around and high temperatures warming up to 53 with a southwest wind at 5 to 15. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. News. I'm Kathleen Maloney. Russia continues building up troops around Ukraine, especially on its northern border with Belarus. It's there right now that Russian and Belarus are carrying out joint exercises, and it's the largest deployment since the start of the Cold War along that border. Fox's Steve Harrigan, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, says Russia could invade Ukraine any day now. Democratic gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams is taking some heat for a photo posted on Twitter. You see a massless Abrams at an Atlanta area school surrounded by children despite a local mass mandate being in place. These photos set off a firestorm on Twitter with people calling Abrams, who has supported mask wearing uh, throughout the pandemic, a hypocrite for not practicing what she preaches. Fox's Charles Watson. America is listening to Fox News. This is the Sean Hannity Show. How is it laws that say you have to be in the country legally to have the right to vote? How is that a war on democracy? Checking one's signature to make sure it's the same person. How is that a war on democracy? Having Democrats, Republicans, independents, any party that is on the ticket have the ability to watch the vote count. How is that a war on democracy? Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. At home. I like local news because I want to know what's going to directly affect me and my community. You know, my specific city. In our country. I want to make sure I can get some national news. Focused on what's happening in the United States of America. Or the world. I like the global stuff because I need to be in touch. I like world affairs. Hear it all here. I like to have, you know, comprehensive reports. It's the world you're living in. You should probably know what's going on in it. 98.7 and 1330. Staying informed gives me the power of knowledge. So that I know what's going on in the world around me. KNSS. Are we alone in the universe? There definitely are aliens. And I had a friend who told me that he could introduce me to extraterrestrials. These things are like the fallen angels. I must think that everybody in the universe, every alien is evil. Green skin, the classic reptoid. They have to come to Earth for a good time with Earth women. Could have been some kind of breeding program. Answering the big questions. How do we know they're not eating us? Coast to Coast AM. Overnights on 98.7 and 1330 KN. Joe Biden spoke about Ukraine. Russia will be held accountable if it invades. It's one thing if it's a minor incursion. Okay, can I full stop right here? Dana Lash has thoughts. A guy wearing a buffalo head walking around the Capitol. That was an insurrection. Call the cops. When Russia actually, literally invaded Ukraine back in 2014, that's just an incursion. Not even like a major incursion. It's like rec league incursion. The Dana Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It's dark. It's a little scary. It doesn't smell so great. Broadcasting from the digital ghetto. This is the ghetto. It's the Glenn Beck program. Behind the wall that the state and their allies have built. Mornings from 9 until 11. Recognize that it is real. What is it they're afraid of? It's not just the truth. 
It's you. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app. Or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. If you ever miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. So when Richard Martinez bought a 1959 Corvette, for $50,000 from an Indiana dealer in 2016, the guy didn't realize that he still wouldn't have the possession of the vehicle five years later. After buying the car, Martinez took it to a Kansas Highway Patrol station after it had been refitted and totally redone and, you know, totally just, just fixed up to his, to his uh, specifications. He took it to the KHP for a mandated inspection but the KHP seized the classic Corvette instead because of vehicle identification number issues. Uh, yeah, and now they're threatening to destroy it. Joining us now to try and explain what's going on with this issue is State Representative Leo Delperdang. Uh, Leo, so what, the Highway Patrol doesn't like 
Corvettes, I guess. Thanks for joining us, brother. <laughs> hey, I appreciate you having me on here again this evening, as John. No, uh, no, I'm, I... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say the Highway Patrol doesn't like Corvettes. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna point. I uh, honestly, I'm going to, in one way, stick up for the Highway Patrol. I'm yeah, gonna but... point fingers back to the legislature and the laws that are currently in the state of Kansas. That's true. They are just following the law. They are doing what they're basically told to do on it. But, yeah, a little background on this vehicle. This is the one that got me keyed up on it. And I don't know if we'll be able to save this specific vehicle, but by golly, we got to change some laws to save vehicles moving forward, okay? A little background on that specific vet, though, was the VIN plate was removed during a restoration, um, that it, I don't know if it, I don't want to say rust because Corvettes have a fiberglass body, but where it's attached, maybe it's metal. But there was damage they had to repair. When they were done, they put the VIN plate back on, but they used the wrong style of rivets when they reattached this thing. Oh my God! How dare they? Yeah. So they documented. <laughs> yes, they took it off. They repaired it. They put it back on. Wrong style rivets. So that was a red flag that went up to the highway patrol inspectors. So the next thing the inspectors checked was engine numbers. Well, you know, it's a 63-year-old vehicle. Uh, engine had been replaced. So by golly, the engine numbers don't match what's on that VIN plate that you obviously removed and replaced. So that was some more red flags going on. And then they check for further frame numbers. But, you know, as the vehicles get older and older back in years, the numbers aren't always in certain places like they are today. Right. So, if this was a newer vehicle, five years old, ten years old, hands off. Something's not going on right here. But this was a vehicle that was clearly taken apart, every nut and bolt out. It was restored, put back together, and it's got some red flags on it. It just so, th- this whole thing seems to me like uh, there's a lack of common sense. At some, I, I yes, I get what the law is, but at some point. I mean, clearly, it, it, as you were telling me when we talked before the show, they, they, they put the, the plate, the VIN plate, back on the car. The VIN matches the car, but they used the wrong bolts on the VIN plate. At some point, someone at KHP should have been able to say, well, okay, you know, it's common sense. Mm-hmm. Instead, yeah. they're threatening to, to destroy the vehicle? Yeah, well, the current statutes indicate if a, if the VIN's been altered, it is considered contraband. Oh, jeez. And statutes state contraband will be destroyed. But here's here's where this gets interesting is the state of Kansas, will they concede and they recognize that Martinez has done nothing wrong. He was not aware of the VIN issues and the defects, and there is no question that he is an innocent owner. But... Why, if that's the case, why don't they allow him to at least return the car to the dealership that he bought it from in Indiana or make concessions so we can get this corrected? But no, since it is considered contraband, it is supposed to be destroyed. Well, and we've shared a link to a story on this on the John Whitmer Show Facebook page, and I'm looking at the picture. It is an absolutely gorgeous little car. It is stunning. Um, I, I just... You know, this just seems like another one of those situations where it, it's it's government run amok. It also seems like, I mean, I, I would say it's it's an abuse of the civil asset forfeiture policies, but they're not going to make any money on it because they're going to destroy it. I just don't. Uh, uh, it's one of those yeah, bang your head against the wall moments. Yeah. 
And this is where, if I can give you, make an, an opinion here, when the government, and I don't care if it's the state or the, the feds or locals, when they know someone is innocent, they shouldn't be using their power, Thank you. their resources to take the power, to take the property. And it's Kansas forfeiture laws are what is to blame in this case. Yes. And the United States Constitution, the Kansas Constitution, do not permit the government to acknowledge a person's innocence on one hand, and yet on the other hand, declare that the innocent person's property is contraband and take it. So we've got to do something to stop that. So you're trying to pass a bill that would basically just exempt classic cars from this type of stuff, right? Yes. I I went out and actually checked with several other states, and other states have ran into this, and they have have made exceptions to the laws. A lot of them will say, hey, from a vehicle 1986 or older or 1981 or older, but um, I decided let's put it where it's a rolling number, and if it is an antique vehicle, which in the state of Kansas, we've got statutes that define an antique vehicle as 35 years or older. And if you remember last year, I carried a bill where we uh, made it a little bit easier getting the tags for them. You right. know, or it could have a different engine. It could have different wheels or tires. It, it made it irrelevant. But if I may, it's about a two-sentence alteration that we're going to do to, uh, let's see, it's KSA... 8-116 is what their supplies to, but we're putting a new section in it by under G as in George. The provisions of the section shall not apply to a person who removes and reinstalls a manufacturer's serial number or a vehicle ID number on an antique vehicle, as defined in that gives the statute again and amendments there too. If the removal and the reinstation, reinstallation are reasonably necessary for repair or restoration unless the person knows or has reasonable uh, knowledge that the antique vehicle is stolen. That's that's the extent of it. Hopefully you get this passed either before the case uh, makes it through the courts or if it does and he gets a bad verdict, he can put a stay on it until this goes through. Uh, You know, one other bill I know that you worked on last year, and I know we're coming up against our quarter break here, but didn't you also work on a a license plate bill last year that passed? Yes, I did. And do we have a little time to talk about that? Yeah, we got a few minutes. Go ahead. Okay, okay. We're referring last year's bill. It was House Bill 2166 for a reference there. And it gave some distinctive license plates to military members. Uh, whether it's Army, Navy, Air Force, etc., and it covered them. And, and, uh, and I'm going to read just another sentence out of that particular bill, right out of 2166. And it says, on or after January 1st of 22, any owner or leasee of one or more passenger vehicles or trucks of 20,000 pounds or less motorcycles who is a resident of Kansas and who submits factory satisfactory proof uh, to the director of vehicles in accordance with the rules that the such person is currently serving in the United States. I'm going to say Army for this, but it covers all branches, or has separated from the Army and was honorably discharged, may be issued a distinctive license plate for each such passenger vehicle, truck, motorcycle, etc. But the kicker is when you read the bill, it says who is a resident of Kansas. Gotcha. So we've I've had incidences and people reached out to me where they are residents of a different state, but they're currently stationed at, for example, McConnell Air Force Base. So 
technically they're not a resident of Kansas. They're a resident of, the, of another state. So they are being denied, even though they're a current member of the services, being denied the ability to have a, a service tag on their vehicle. So I took this information and I met with a, a revisor attorney up there in Topeka uh, this last week here. And what we found is, and if, if anybody out there is listening that's running into this, it is Kansas Statute 8-1,141, and it was passed back in 2014. So it's it's been on the books for a few years. And it states that in addition to any residency requirements for distinctive license plates, any person not a resident of Kansas but is serving as a member of the armed forces stationed in the state shall be eligible to apply for any distinctive license plate as if the individual was a resident of the state. Oh, that's great. So they can, get, just, they can get it. Yeah, and it goes on, same is true for any renewals, et cetera. So it is on the books, but we had to go find it. So I guess I'm, what I'm saying is if uh, you get hassled about it or anything, again, it's 8-1, 141. And I've sent a few people down to the tag office, and it sounds like it's it's flowing through at this point. But well, and one of the other one of the other new plates that came out of the the don't tread on me plates the, with the mm-hmm. Gadsden flags that uh, Representative Carpenter passed. Those are now available. I know my wife and I have ordered ours. They're very cool. They benefit the Kansas State Rifle Association. They're now out. They're now available. If people want to get a copy, get one of those. They're very cool. Uh, we have uh, we've ordered ours. Uh, the yellow ones with the you know well you know what they look like with the stamps. Yeah, I remember it going through. It's a, I'm vice chairman of the transportation committee that actually ran through. So remember him well. I hope uh, our friend Mr. Carpenter's doing well. He I, is. I, I had him on the show the a couple of weeks ago, and he we talk quite frequently. He's doing well, and we'll be back here in a couple months. So, brother, thank you much for. Uh, Keeping an eye out on, uh, you know, for folks on this. I can't believe this car deal. I hope the guy doesn't. It's a beautiful car. If they destroy it, it'll be a tragedy. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what we can do for it, and hopefully we can get it pushed through uh, and run on the floor, and we'll get some laws changed there to help in the future. Delperdangforkansas.com if folks are interested, right? Yes, sir. Appreciate you as always, brother. All right. Good talking to you. As always, I hope to see you up in Topeka sometime. Ah, uh, we'll be up. We've got plans. We're gonna break. We're gonna take the show on the road soon. We're gonna come up there on a Sunday night. Sound like fun? Absolutely. Look forward to seeing you, sir. We'll do it, brother. Carry on the fight. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open three one six eight six nine thirteen thirty. Give us a call. You're listening to the John Whitmer Show on ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Get a beautiful floor and so much more at Mill Creek Carpet and Tile. More quality, more value, more of this. It's perfect. Get quality you can afford at Mill Creek Carpet and Tile. Share your dreams with their on-site designer. Then let Mill Creek's installers make your floor amazing. 36 months, 0% financing makes now the perfect time. West Kellogg Drive and Dugan Road. Take the Dugan exit. Call 316-719-2950. Get a beautiful floor and so much more at Mill Creek Carpet and Tile. As part of Midwest Kia's promise to provide a better way to buy in 2022, we're hyping the things that we can deliver on, like exceptional value, new car inventory arriving daily, transparent pricing. Midwest Kia, simple, transparent, fast. MidwestKia.com. 
I'm attorney Tyler Patterson. A car wreck never happens at a convenient time. If you're hurt in a wreck over the weekend, don't wait for Monday to get the help you need now. Seek medical help right away and then call us. I'm attorney Gary Patterson. At Patterson Legal Group, we're your 24-7 injury attorneys. We are available anytime to get you the help you need, so don't wait for Monday. Call Patterson Legal Group right away, and we'll get working on your case immediately. Patterson Legal is the way to go. Call 5 Somebody once observed that we are each living out our own autobiography. It's like a movie. We're all the stars of our own movie. We experience the world around us. And like any good movie, we have a soundtrack. An original score of the day's news. I'm guessing, I'm guessing you have one. Composed by Glenn Beck. Dare I suggest a radio show hosted by some fantastic, uh, an entertaining guy. <laughs> The Glenn Beck Program, mornings from 9 until 11 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is the Sean Hannity Show. Now Biden, he actually said, I wish I thought about ordering 500 million at-home tests two months ago. Oh, we, we didn't see this coming, he said. What do you mean you didn't see it coming? We just went through the Delta surge. We knew that there would be another variant that would break through. If you need a test now, good luck finding one. If you find it, please let me know where. Call and tell me where you got it. Because I know people that can't get it. Sean Hannity. Afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is the Sean Hannity Show. So the Biden inflation tax, the average American family, is suffering the equivalent of a $5,000 pay cut last year. The Biden inflation tax combined with higher taxes owed by workers because of their inflated wages. This analysis by Penn Wharton and their budget model found inflation cost the average American household $5,000 in higher prices and tax increases. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. So, Dave, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you're watching the Corona games, the China virus games. I have not, other than you know, like the five minutes we had it on here tonight. Yeah. I, That's the only, only time I've seen it, John. Well, you're not the only one. Uh, okay. Neither am I. All right. Um, and according to results of an online survey by the Vancouver-based um, company, uh, consultory research company, Inc., 47% of 1,000 respondents across Canada say they will make a conscious effort to refrain from watching the Olympics as well. Uh, 59% of respondents say they think Canada should boycott the games as well over China's human rights record and the coronavirus. Uh, I'd be very curious oh. to see what the survey w would be, what those results would be in the United States. 
Um, what did you say, 43%? 47%. Almost half. Almost half of Canadians wow. are boycotting. And what was it you were telling me about the opening ceremony? The, the I believe ratings? I read it's, it's the all-time lowest rating for an opening ceremony Gee, that's at the Olympics. That's just so bad. I mean, yeah. And the sad part is the athletes are the ones who, yeah, the, obviously yeah. the advertisers get the raw end of the deal, but the athletes are the ones that are suffering because nobody's watching. Which is bad because, you know, they're the ones doing the work and training right. and, and getting the best of their abilities for the Olympics, and nobody's watching Nobody's watching them. It's, my wife, this is how I knew it was bad. I, you know, I, I mean, I'm obviously into politics. So, no. Yeah, just really? ever so slightly. <laughs> so I, I always, I'm up on politics, and I got, you know, I always watch Little MSNBC because yeah. I have to. You want to know what the opposite? And I watch Fox, and okay. and my wife reluctantly has now come on and follows politics because I think she just thinks it's, you know, well I do, so she tolerates it. Right. My wife loves the Olympics. Yeah. During the Olympics. That's what the TV is on. I mean, all the channels, because you know you get it on NBC and all the other iterations of NBC. Right, and it's everywhere. Right, it's there four or five channels, and we're always. And then I've, she's got me DVRing usually. Okay. Yeah. So that when it's on at four a.m., like the the last Olympic, the Summer Games, I, there was thirty things in the DVR. It was. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Is you know, cricket between somebody and somebody, and yeah. you know. I don't know. It was she just this time she told me I'm not going to watch any of it. I don't want to have wow. anything to do with it I, because of the of COVID. Yeah. Because unlike Dr. Fauci, she recognizes that it came from a lab in China. Yeah. She recognizes that this is a communist dictatorship that, you know, doesn't need to be rewarded with our viewing. And I was shocked cuz she absolutely loved it'd be like me saying I'm not going to watch KU basketball. Yeah. Um, I, I just, and I think that's what Americans are seeing. My wife's done the same thing and she's a big winter Olympics fan. Yeah. The she winter ones the, are better than the summer. Yeah, she loves the figure skating, you oh, know, the yeah. skiing hockey. And she likes watching the opening and closing ceremonies yeah. and she hasn't watched any of it. No, my, I had it on yesterday. I happened to be flipping and I was, it was, uh, hockey. It was a women's hockey. And I was like, okay. Oh wow. I look at that. They're up seven, nothing. They're doing really well. Right. She said, yeah, not watching. Walked away. I, I was walked away, walked away. Wow. Not watching American women's hockey. Yeah. Wouldn't watch it. Well, and I mean, I only watched it for a couple minutes and turned it cause you know, solidarity with the wife. It sounds like that's what a lot of Americans are doing. It's. I do think it's interesting. I'm curious what our listeners would say. I mean, I, I'm curious if they're mm-hmm. of the same mindset, if they're boycotting the COVID games, right? Um, and it's it's sad. And I think it also has to do with the with the Uyghurs, with what they're doing, with what China's doing. Yep. You know, terrorizing, oppressing, imprisoning, and frankly slaughtering a whole portion of their own ethnic community. Yeah. And well, what you know, that's why I think it's so unfortunate. That I, they should have moved these games. Well, I was going to say, could you find a worse location in 2022 for yes. the Olympics? I don't yeah. think so. No. Well, well, like North Russia, Korea, North Russia. Korea. Yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there, there are probably a couple, but not many. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's just talk about tone deaf. Uh, but the IOC, you know, this is the same organization that that is tone deaf on things like transgender athletes and that kind of stuff. So, right. what do we know? Oh, well. Well, next Sunday, reminding you, next Sunday, enjoy the Super Bowl. We will be back in two weeks. In the meantime, 
Carry on, fellow deplorables. Is the Sean Hannity Show. Joe Biden has conducted fewer news conferences. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 